Hey, welcome to episode 19 of Tangible Takeaways. So glad to have you with us. Uh, I'm Jackson, and today I'm going to tell you how we can reframe our hobbies uh, so that they can be helpful. And uh, my name's Paul. Great to be here. And I'm going to share with you how I uh, avoid going down the rabbit hole of negativity when I've got people in my life or things in my life that seem to be pulling me that way. All that and more on this episode of Tangible Takeaways. Hey, welcome to episode 19 of Tangible Takeaways. Thanks for being on, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. It's fun. Yeah, fun to get to have you <laughs> back. You were our first guest. Yes. And now you're on the 19th episode. Wow. 20 would have maybe felt more like a complete Yeah, that would have been like more of a real milestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least 1 to 19 That's is pretty I'm good. I'm happy to be It's here. pretty good. Um, <laughs> chopping up our, I mean, I kind of even want to just look at, man, our whole Real Love, Real Life series because we it. wrapped it up this weekend. We've gone through all three of John's letters now. What would you say just looking at, obviously they have different, there's a different emphasis across each of them, but it's all pinned by John and they kind of have a lot of similarities as well. What would you say are some things you're just taking away from looking at John's three letters? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things for me. One, the repetitiveness of the books. Like he just overly emphasizes certain themes or certain ideas. Obviously the big one being love. Mm. Love one another, love one another. You're in me if you love me. If you're you're not in me, if you don't love your brother. All of that stuff, which I think in our culture today, like as I was thinking through this, you know, for me and probably for most Christians that uphold God's word as truth, we always say, we always quote that verse that says, speak the truth in love. Mm. But it's always like the truth is more important in a sense. Mm. And I think for me in the last, I'd probably say in the last year, it's been a journey for me, but certainly in this last series has been, how about you still hold to the truth? You yeah. still have the, your convictions, you know, I'm still disagree with many people in yeah. the media and the world, my friends, different things. But am is my tone loving, the mm. tone in which I'm talking to them? Am I less concerned about convincing them of the truth? Yeah. Like not even of my truth, but just like, can't you see this? It's so obvious. Yeah. And more, do they walk away feeling, man, I really feel like Paul is trying to understand me, mm. loves me, genuinely cares for me, even if there's a difference of opinion. Yeah. And so, you know, th- the series is just, it's this reiteration, love, love, mm. love, love. And I think that's probably less of a, what's my motivation? At least yeah. how I'm taking it. Less of, because everybody probably says, my motivation is always to love. Yeah, yeah. You know, the parent, I love you. Yeah, we, we, we're horrible at being self-aware, right? Yeah. Like, but does the person I'm talking to feel loved mm, by me? Yeah, are they coming away and saying, man, Paul's super opinionated, or man, Paul and I disagree, but he he cares about what's best for me. Yeah. Right? Like those are very different ways That's to right. come away from a And I don't think that comes from the content of what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I could say that. I care about you. Oh, he really does care about my, you know, spiritual life or my parenting or mm. my medical choices or whatever the, the hot button off, uh, opinions are these days. But does, man, I really like Paul. I really felt this genuineness, this empathy, this some compassion from him. And I yeah. feel loved by him. Yeah. And uh, that's hard to do. And it's certainly hard for me to do. Yeah. And so I'm trying... It's way it's way less convenient than just kind of like spewing the the truth in the name of the truth, right? Because then we can just kind of get off of our chest whatever we need to. Yeah. Whereas to say, man, I want 
I want somebody to walk away from the conversation feeling like I love them. That means I have to put a lot of thought into, man, what's the timing in yeah. which I bring this up? What's the relational context? Um, man, how do I how do I even frame this or think about this? What do I start with? Do I start with me talking or me listening? Like all of those things, it's a lot more inconvenient to start with. Man, how do I how do I make sure that they walk away knowing that they're loved by yeah, me? Yeah, and even like just because I have a rebuttal, which I'm pretty good, and my wife says I should be a lawyer. I'm really good at always <laughs> having a rebuttal for what you're gonna say. Yeah, like I could, you know, just how I am, saying, "Do I even need to say that? Is that like mm. I probably am right? Yeah, but is it even gonna is help? it helpful? And that's hard for me. Yeah, for sure. And so I'm I've been trying to learn, and it's been hard, but mm. this. This these books have just reminded me it's so repetitive. Love, 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 love. And if you don't love, you're not in me. If you don't love, you hate. Yeah. It's just a reminder for and me. And you think about the quiet and patient tact that God most of the time takes yeah, with us. Right. right? Like right. he's not even like, I think I'm right about everything. <laughs> he is right about yeah, everything. If he demanded it, he could say, No, I'm I'm king, I'm sovereign. Yeah. You know, but I'm, he doesn't. I'm right about everything. Yeah. But instead, yeah. he's quiet and patient with us and he doesn't say like well this is just true so get on board with it but he there's this kind of slow process that he takes of really like i mean it's so outrageously humble of him to to woo us to like love him and to feel loved by him and to establish that as we come to obey him more yeah. instead of just saying like this is the way it is you get on board or like you're gone you know like which is totally his prerogative he could totally do that but you think about man if god who actually is right about everything and i'm just somebody who thinks i'm right about everything yeah, yeah, but yeah, if god yeah. who actually is right about everything takes that patient loving tact where he's going to listen and he's going to be quiet and he's going to woo us and remind us constantly of how he loves us. And how how do we think we're in any position to just kind of like beat people up and say this is the way things are? Yeah, true that. Yeah. So great takeaways from just kind of overarching John's letter. The third book is really about uh, influence, right? That's a big theme that comes up. You've got kind of these two different influences that John's confronting in this very generically named guy's life that we don't really know who he is, but he's he's concerned about one guy who's a negative influence and really pushing him towards a more positive influence in his life. And it's it's just got me thinking, I think we're obviously influenced by our relationships, but we're influenced by so much today. I mean, that's even like a category of person and brand that we have in our life today, right? Is an influencer. Mm. And so, man, we're influenced by so much. How are we today supposed to tell the difference? Like, it's kind of nice John stepping in and helping this guy see the difference of who's a bad influence and who's a good one. How do we take that into our own lives and say, man, who is uh, maybe an unhealthy or an unhelpful influence or what is, and how do I know what's a positive influence in my life? How do we discern those things? Yeah, I think when I think about that, I just, I'll practically speak to myself. You know, I don't know if I have categories, but you know, some of it is, are they encouraging me in my faith? So like mm. when I'm listening to that person or that, you know, following that web page or listening to that news article or hanging out with a friend, do I walk away going, okay, I need to walk with the Lord. I need to think biblically about this issue, think biblically about my situation or do I just kind of go down the rabbit hole of negativity mm. or of anger or of judgmental attitudes or of course, yep, they're all idiots and, you know, you and I think the same way. So do I have that, you know, they're pushing me toward my faith, toward yeah. Christ, that's one thing. You know, the other side is, can I just be myself? Mm. Can I am, I, am I able to, with that person, 
voice my concern without feeling judged from them? Mm. Can I voice my doubt and yeah. my struggles without being condemned because I don't have it all figured out, Yeah, you know, about an issue or a, a theological thing or whatever. So I kind of look at it personally from, are they pushing me toward the, my faith? Yeah. That's going to be helpful. If they're not, you know, and that, so, you know, does my attitude go down when I'm with them or what, when I watch them? Mm. Uh, what about, do I find myself like my own the language I use, am I yeah. becoming more vengeful or hateful or vulgar or whatever Yeah, because I'm hanging out with them or whatever? And then can I just be myself with them? Yeah. Is, is, are they a helpful person to me? Can I, if I'm with them, do I just kind of let my hair down? Yeah. Talk about my doubts, talk about my struggles. There's room stuff. to question. Yeah. yeah. And if there's not, then I'm thinking, well, I love you for some stuff. Man, I just can't, I can't have you influence all of my life. Yeah. That's a really good tension to live in because I think it's, it's easy to say, man, there's just uh, unhelpful people and there's helpful people. There's just bad influences and good influences. When in reality, people are more complicated than that. And we're more complicated than that, where some people are just unhelpful in certain areas, right? Like it's just not helpful for me to talk about this issue with these people in my life. It just does not lead me to a good spot, which doesn't mean then I think it's so our culture to be like, so that just means like never hang out with them, just cut them out of your life. It doesn't mean I cut them out of my life. It's just, it's probably not gonna be wise for us to talk about these things or for us to be in this context together or whatever it is. And I think about that, like I think about, man, when I have frustrations with the way that things are going, there's some people that I talk to that as I talk to them, <laughs> they I just get more frustrated, not even with the person I'm talking to, but they just kind of, they rile me up. And it's like, we're just increasing each other's angst and negativity and frustration over something where I have other people who are like, I see what you're saying, but have you thought about, and they kind of try to round out the situation a little bit. And at the end of the day, that's going to be more helpful to me because that's giving me perspective in some things that I'm frustrated about versus somebody who's just helping me tunnel down into more frustration and more anger. And so I think it's more, it's got to be more, um, complicated than just there's and for sure there's going to be some people who are just categorically unhealthy to have in my life and it's just not going to be a good idea for us to hang out and that's okay but in general somebody's not going to neatly fit into unhealthy they're going to be great in certain areas of my life but other things are just not going to be conducive that's a good point so when you run into some somebody or even something like man i've got this Um, whether it's this news station or it's this uh, person on social media or it's this category of movies or whatever it is, when you run into something that's not helpful, what do you do about it? Like what's the, obviously like the first gut answer would be like, well, just cut it out. But like, how do you go about that? Yeah, I think it depends again, like on the category. So like I've cut out, I've unfollowed people on Instagram. Yeah. um, Because... You know, there may be a friend or connected with me. They're in my weight cost, but what they start posting is either really vulgar or it's real sexual or it's real whatever. And I just think, I just, I got to stop, stop yeah. that. So I, you know, just stop unfollowing them. Yeah. Or I'm still their friend, but I unfollow them so they're on my feed. Yeah. So it's almost like it's actually going to be easier for us to be friends if I don't follow that's you on right. Instagram. <laughs> exactly. So I can engage you yeah. when you're not, you know, whatever you're doing. So yeah. I, I don't want to say it in case somebody's watching this that, <laughs> that I've done that They're going to go back through and they're like, is Paul still following That's right. Yeah. I don't think he is. Because I'll still be your friend, but I unfollow you. So yeah. it's on my feet. So anyways, sometimes that's what I do for the social stuff, you know. Um, but if it's like a friend friend, like, hey, you're a buddy of mine I go to work with all the time. But for whatever reason, every time I'm with you, I just, you know, cuss, I drink, mm. I 
smoke, I kill, I maim, I, you know, whatever it is. Whenever yeah. I'm with you, I just go down this rabbit trail that is bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had to remove myself from, you know, it sounds silly, but make excuses. Hey, I'm tired. I can't go out tonight, you know, whatever. Um, or I try to, if I'm going to pursue it, I set the environment by which mm. we're going to hang out. So yeah. yeah, let's go out. Let's go to a movie tonight, not to the bar. Yeah. You I'm going to set up the, the circumstance. That's right. So yeah. I get to control at least at some level of the, the environment. So it's not, oh, we're at the bar and the next thing we know we're going down. Yeah. So I, that's what I try to, you know, so when I think of people in my life and at this point, there's very few people that are in that bad, ca- bad, unhelpful category mm. that are close friends, Yeah. you know, just because of my stage of life. But when I was, you know, in high school and college even you know yeah that was a little there's different. a lot of discerning that's happening oh yeah you know or even as I talk to my kids you know hey kids let's think through who are you hanging out with mm. you know and, and so as parents sometimes I like oh yeah I will drive across town for you to hang out with this friend because that friendship I want you to mm. you know it's a good friend to have yeah well, this friendship like ah, I'm not sure we can have you spend the night over there you know so it, it is that discerning but it, I think more and more these days at least for my stage of life it's not so much my close friends and how do I discern who's helpful it's my friends who I'm connected with through the socials or, mm. or different websites I go to I'm like man I gotta stop watching that TV show yeah because it's just bringing me down a rabbit trail yeah yeah it's not so, helpful yeah that's really good so it's, you know, I think different life like again for a high school kid who's got friends at the school and they're, they're being tugged at, you know, that's such a yeah. different thing. Or maybe you're in college or maybe you're young. Or even and, if you're, I'm even thinking on that same line, if you're recently converted, right? And you're, yes. you're just coming to Christ and you've got all these friends from your past life who we would say, man, this is the opportunity to influence them yeah. and show them what it looks like to be a Christian and show them how your life has changed. But then at the same time, you're worrying like, man, well, we used to always do these every things Friday every night, time we'd hang this out. This is what we did. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go Friday night and do that. That's what they want to do. And so yeah. you're stuck going, well, do I go with them and just try to resist or is and there might there's a season where it's like no i need to i need to refrain from going on friday nights yeah or always say hey guys i don't want to do that let's go to a movie or why don't we come to my house and we'll watch a movie or whatever you know let's yeah. go hiking or whatever we're going to do because if you're if because you know yourself if you go hang out with them in that environment yeah you're gonna fall I love that idea of reframing it instead yeah. of saying, because I think, again, we're so quick to just be like, okay, that's like, you're dead you're to me. Like, yeah. let's just reframe the way that we hang out because it, it's not going to be helpful for me if it's in this context that we used to hang out in, yeah. but let's just reframe it. I even think about that with hobbies. Like I think yeah. about how real quickly in marriage, I realized that um, it's not like a sinful hobby or anything like that. I love unwinding with video games. It's helpful. Sure. I just, I, I enjoy it. it kind of clears my mind. And um, one of the things I realized really quickly though, is like, that's not helpful to my marriage. Um, <laughs> so even though, <laughs> even though I enjoy it, even though it's a, it's a kind of clears yeah, yeah, my yeah, mind yeah, yeah, yeah. end the day kind of a thing, it's not helpful to my marriage. So one of the things that I have kind of developed over the course of my marriage so far is just like, well, if Sky's not home, then I'll play video games. But if she's home, then I've got to find another way to kind of unwind at the end of the day or whatever it is, because that just wasn't that hobby, though it wasn't even like a bad hobby. It just wasn't helpful. So I think that kind of idea of reframing it instead of saying like, we're just so quick to say, I've got to cut everything out of my life. And then we end up resentful or we end up alone and isolated, no friends. Instead saying, man, how can I reframe the hobbies? And and I think we got to be willing to admit, hey, especially from that new believer standpoint, you know, I've come to Christ. I'm trying to get away from that, you know, those group of friends or those, those environments. And it's hard to do that. And it's okay. So not okay. But at times you're going to fall back into it. Yeah. 
You know, that's you're a gonna, natural part of the Christian life. You're gonna get caught up in a, you know, maybe you're trying to be less vulgar with people, and then the next thing you know, you you watch a Netflix show, and it's vulgar, and but it's kind of you're kind of in, into it, and so the next thing you know, you binge watch the whole thing, and then you feel horrible about it. Well, I mean, I'm glad you feel horrible about it, but recognize it happens. Yeah. So be a you're, little bit more careful. You're on a time. journey. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's, what it is. that's good. Well, hopefully this has been helpful and you've got some tangible takeaways from this weekend's message. We'd encourage you just drop a tangible takeaway that you have down in the comments and don't forget to like this video and share it with and a friend. Share it with everybody. Share so it. that the first, the first one we did is good. And this one just blow it up. Blows it up. Paul wants to blow it up. <laughs> that's all we got for this week. We'll catch you guys next week on tangible takeaways. <laughs>